Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country, Mo with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Good evening, everybody. Heck yeah. Welcome to this special edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. We are in the gorgeous and fabulous new Hall of Honor at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium with a special show presented by High V. At the beginning of training camp, the show has been three years in the making. We were going to do this in 2020, but COVID put this on the uh, side. And it did it last year we couldn't get it done. Finally, we're getting this done. But Hy-Vee wanted to do something special for the fans of the Chiefs Kingdom. And starting at training camp, they set up a way to uh, get registered for a special night. And we have the winners here tonight. Now... There is a high V. We have the largest network in the National Football League, and in many of these markets, there is a high V nearest you, the near you. The 20 uh, metro locations of our Kansas City area high Vs put together this promotion so that all of you who won could be here tonight to be with the top quarterback in NFL history after 65 games, Patrick Mahomes, who is here tonight. A reminder that with Hy-Vee, you can score big savings. Uh, big points mean bigger savings. Just shop Hy-Vee the day after a game and earn a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs' score. And based on the amount you spend, let's say if the Chiefs score 42 points, which they'll do this Sunday against the Colts at least, uh, then you'll save 42 cents a gallon with any $42 purchase. The more you score, the more you save. Win or lose, everybody scores the day after a Chiefs game, or I should say win or win, everybody scores the day after a Chiefs game only at high V. Got to look up the code, 92910. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. This score just in. Chiefs 27, 
Chargers 24. Wait a minute, I've just been handed another score. Wait a minute. Were the Raiders ahead 23 to nothing and lost by a score of 29 to 23? They lose to the Cardinals on a scoop and score uh, at the buzzer. So that means the Chiefs are the only undefeated team in the AFC West after two weeks of the season. All right. And when you get that done and you get it done with the best quarterback in NFL history and the greatest dude, uh, we're going to talk to him later on in the show, you get that done and beat a Charger team that's really, really good. This is going to be a long, tough season against these dudes and everybody else. The Chiefs were able to be the better conditioned team midway through the third quarter, and they got a 99-yard pick six from a seventh-round rookie in Jalen Watson. When you do that, the Chiefs were able to put the hammer down, baby. You have got it. So we have a special night uh, planned for all of you. Uh, you registered at your area high V. You were selected. We've got Zarda Barbecue here tonight from the great folks at Zarda. And again, High V has put together a special night in the Hall of Honor, which if you're coming to the game on Monday Night Football against the Raiders or the next time you come to GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium, make sure you attend this amazing Hall of Honor because it is a special museum, not just to the Chiefs franchise, which started as the Dallas Texans, but also a great museum of the American Football League, which changed everything with our founder, Lamar Hunt. All right, later on in the show, you will hear from Patrick Mahomes. But prior to that, I had a chance to talk with head coach Andy Reid. We'll be back with head coach Andy Reid tonight on this special edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show with Patrick Mahomes from the Hall of Honor at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Third down and 10 for the Chargers. They're three of nine on third down at their own nine. They lead by three. Chiefs are blitzing. Herbert is sacked back at the two-yard line on a blitz. Chris Jones makes a huge play. Herbert had no chance. And the Chargers three and out for the second straight possession. Welcome back to tonight in the Chiefs Hall of Honor as quarterback Patrick Mahomes will join me in just a bit but now we get a chance to talk to the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history a guy's 18 and 3 in his last 21 September games head coach Andy Reid first of all coach thanks for joining us tonight what about a chance to exhale a bit after a crazy 100 plus hours between a win over the Cardinals and a win over the Chargers yeah you you said it those Thursday games are a bit crazy getting prepared for physically and mentally for the players in particular. Coaches have to do more of the mental stuff with the, um, you know, with the game plan, but uh, it's good to get through that. And we're, we're glad we got through it. We're glad we got through it with a win against a good football team and having a couple of days off was great. It was great for the players uh, for recovery purposes and, and good for the coaches to take a step back and, uh, analyze a couple things that we can do better and and then uh, get a little extra preparation uh, for Andy there. You have it emblazoned on the wall, though, work to win. And I'm going to ask you about conditioning here because I think it's underrated in this league right now. The fact that you attack OTAs, that you attack mini camps, you attack training camp, and you attack preseason games, how much is the conditioning calculated that helps you 
in a scenario like that? Yeah, well, you can you can feel that in, in second halves, uh, early in the season, um, and so the you know the guys as long as they can stay strong mentally and physically into that fourth quarter and and keep it close, you feel like you you have a chance and even possibly a little bit of an advantage. But um, I appreciate it. You know, most of all, it builds a foundation for you that that will help you down the road. Uh, all the way to that last quarter of the season. And, uh, you know, we switch up practices as the season goes on. And we cut back a little bit here and there uh, to keep their bodies fresh but and manage that. But it, it, early in the year, that, that good foundation that you have, uh, I think goes a long way for you. And how big is it that Patrick, we're going to have Patrick here in just a couple of minutes, that he and Travis attack it just like, you would attack it as a player or they would attack it like you do as a coach. How big is that for making this work? Well, yeah, as the players buy into it, it's, it's huge. I mean, you, you could add Chris Jones and Frank Clark into that. Uh, the, those guys are veteran guys that are teaching these young guys on that side of the ball, the, um, you know, exactly how to do it. Patrick, when your quarterback is bought in or, or Kelsey, the oldest guy, uh, the the longest term guy in, in Kansas City um, on our football team, then those two buy in. Well, that says a ton also. So uh, you can't say enough when your quarterback's in it like 110 percent and still can be a good guy in the locker room at the same time. So he's got, you know, he's the players have to know he's still a player and and uh, and that he, you know, he's not he's not the coach, but he's the player and he's part of the, part of that group. And so he does a great job of managing that um, when he goes forward there. How much do you talk to your peers about it? Cause it feels like the league's at a, like guys are trying to figure this out as coaches of how much do you push? I know there's rules there, but it feels like, I mean, some teams aren't even doing anything in the preseason. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a unique tug of war there uh, that you have, with yourself because the communication today is is great so these players all talk to each other on different teams and some guys are going hey listen we just do walkthroughs and and you you, you talk to the chiefs and the chiefs are doing uh live drills and you know this whole deal so um uh, you know players can go one direction or the other on you fortunately our guys have believed in this and they, they've they've never questioned it so it's worked out. It's worked out okay, and um, it, it's turned into a bit, I guess, old school. But um, we keep working with it and tinkering it to, uh, so that we're not putting the players uh, physically in a bind or or mentally in a bind, you know, by uh, with too much hitting in that. So, um, but it, it's all part of a part of this. The game, the game has really changed here. Um, and I think for the betterment of the game, uh, in, in particular for the NFL and guys that are going <clears> to <throat> continue their life after football, so um, the quality of life after football. So there, a lot of safety measures have been put in. It's good for the young kids too to grow up with this and high school through little uh, through Pop Warner Little League and, and so on up through. Um, you know, I, I think it, it allows um, 
more parents to say, you know what, this isn't too bad. Let's let, let our kids play football. It's a, it's just, it's a great microcosm of life. There's tough situations you, you have to work through and, 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 uh, and mentally and physically. And, and that, that helps strengthen you, I think, as a human. So uh, without becoming brain damaged or whatever, as you go, you know, through this thing of playing. Fascinating. So the first thesis yeah. is conditioning. Second one is preparation. I think of the 41-yard touchdown you had to Justin Watson from Patrick. They had actually talked about that, according to Watson, back when Patrick got him together in Texas. Just to prepare like that, um, what does that mean to a team and the integration of new guys like a Justin Watson to embrace your culture? Yeah, that's uh... – uh, no, that's a plus for sure. The the communication is is important to know against what coverage uh, you're going to make what read on and be in what position on the field, uh, so the quarterback can anticipate that and throw it on time, especially against a good defensive front. And so that's uh, um, you know that's that's a great thing about that, and and it did. It started in Texas. Uh, and we've had a few of these routes that started in Texas and and, uh, and where they worked on it and then came to training camp and were able to do it against live bodies. Justin also mentioned Tiffany Morton, who's on Rick Burkholter's staff. You had people that dedicated their lives, basically, maybe catnaps. Um, but Justin Watson said, at any other organization, he goes, I don't think I'd be ready to play. I was made ready to play. How much can we overlook just the fact that you have so many people that are willing to dedicate career-wise to win that game the way you did it? Yeah, well, Tiff's in the training room there, and she does a does a great job. And so between uh, – we have great communication, as you know, with uh, the personnel staff, with the training room staff. Uh, you put PR staff in there with Ted Cruz. I mean, these are, these are all important people because they're all touching the player and they have certain demands that they're going to ask the player to work through. And then you have the coaches. So um, you can, you can just wear players out at times uh, with, without any rest period there. And so this uh, with a good communication, then you, you, you can separate that out and make sure that the player has enough time to study, has enough time to um, rest and still get his work done, whether it's with the media, whether it's with uh, the training room staff, uh, keeping himself right physically. So uh, in the weight room, all of these things uh, are, are things that, that, that you try to make sure that you manage. Just so easy to take it all for granted from the outside. Um, also got to bring up the 99 yard pick six as Jalen Watson was cooking hamburgers at Augusta, Georgia. Then he goes to Ventura Community College to making one of the biggest plays of the early 2022 season. Just about him as a seventh-round pick reacting and making that play. Well, listen, I, I know Missouri and Kansas have heard this before, but it was a good day to be a Watson, you know, <laughs> uh, with Tom Watson having won so many matches in, in the golf world. But it was a great day to be a Watson. And, and, uh, and, and he, he, you know, for him to step in front of that, not, not listen, not – not just saying that he's a seventh round draft pick playing the cornerback position, which is one of the tougher positions uh, that you play in football and being a rookie. Um, he steps in front of this uh, receiver against 
one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League and goes 99 yards. I mean, that's a pretty amazing thing when you put all those things together there. It's a, it's a great job by him. Uh, it was a great job by um, Sneed getting in the way of the, the man chasing him and, and uh, kind of shielding him out, although I'm not sure the guy would have caught him. But um, everybody was doing their job <laughs> and helping him helping him out and he he did the job of hanging on the football and running fast and scoring electric play feel good story and love these rookies man just love these guys and how mature they are now we pivot all right getting ready for the colts here oh one and one these guys i got a feeling they're going to be in alamo mode this is their first home game uh facing the colts this week and having to reboot it yeah you betcha they will they they uh they're, they're a talented football team they're well coached so um, and they're they're back home, um, and there's a security into that. So you got to go in, prepare yourself, and and get ourselves ready. And and we have a ton of things to work on. We, we that game uh, on Thursday surely wasn't a, a perfect game by any means. Um, we, we we won the game, which is great, and that's the ultimate goal there. But it's uh, we have plenty of things to work on, and, and we'll do that. I mean that's. That's what the guys were saying after the game. We 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 can do better, and and so with that attitude, I know we'll, we'll have a good week of practice and get ourselves ready to go into hostile territory and and play a football, a good football team. Well, thanks for being with us tonight. We're going to let you go and grind on the Colts, but we're going to have the old White House Wildcat quarterback in here later tonight. What a, I mean, I just what a special human being that guy is. Yeah. I'll enjoy it. And listen, I, I, I forgot last week, but how do those redheads out there? I mean, you know, huh? they're here. It's they had to win a contest to be here this time though. They had to win a contest from high V to be here tonight. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Good. <laughs> and to earn it. All right, coach, we'll let you go. Thank you so much and get ready to beat the Colts. All right, Mitch. Thanks. Head coach Andy Reid will be back with Patrick Mahomes after this year listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 10-0 Chargers. Chiefs first and goal at the nine. Early in the second quarter, McKinnon still in at running back. Juju Smith-Schuster trots in motion. Mahomes will throw it. Looking left, now spins to his right. He is going to pump fake it, trying to get to the outside. Now fires it, sidearm caught, and into the end zone, McKinnon. Touchdown, Kansas City on a nine-yard touchdown. Improvisation, and the Chiefs are seven of seven in the red zone in 2022. Welcome back to our special edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. At the amazing Hall of Honor here in GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. That was touchdown number 157 for our special guest. Later, we will hear number 158. But let me put this in perspective for the uh, young man who is with us tonight. He just turned 27 years old on Friday, so that's good. Happy birthday. He is the all-time NFL leader after 65 starts in passing yards, passer rating, completion percentage, touchdown over interception ratio, and here's where it gets fun. I mentioned the 158. Dan Marino in his first 65 games had 159. The next week, 
I don't want to put any pressure on you here, Patrick. <laughs> Marino only had one touchdown. So, hmm, we're going into Indianapolis and could have some fun. The biggest number, and this is what matters most to him, after 65 games, 52 wins, 13 losses. The greatest start for any quarterback after 65 games in National Football League history. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Mahomes. That was a, that was a nice uh, welcome there. I appreciate that, my man. Well, you, you've earned it. Those are just facts. Those aren't opinions. If you want me to get into opinions, it'll take the rest of the show. But it's awesome to be with you and uh, have you here tonight. By the way, it was your birthday. What a way to celebrate like a pre-birthday to get a win over the Chargers. Yeah, it was. It was, it was really cool. Um, actually, a couple of us had that same birthday. So uh, it was me, uh, Jalen Watson, and then uh, Boodle. So we all have the same birthday, and they all we all got to kind of celebrate it together with that little few days Coach Reed gave us off. So it was cool to kind of be a part of the team and have two wins under your belt. Okay, I love DiCaprio Boodle, right? You Nebraska Cornhusker fans, but let's stop it here. You get that win, and Jalen Watson for a birthday gets a 99-yard pick six. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. crazy. I told him it's his birthday now. It's not mine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, for sure. Let's just talk about – uh, the fact that you guys were pulled that off. One of the hardest things to do, in my opinion, in all of professional sports is the Sunday-Thursday turnaround. Now, you're sixth year in the league, so you know how this works. But just how much do you guys just have to be on it for a 100 hours to get it turned around? Yeah, I thought, I thought this last year was the toughest, uh, this, just because it was so early in the season. Um, we, we put in so much, and you're putting in so much new stuff with, this, with the new receivers um, going into that first week, and I felt like we executed at a very high level. And then to kind of turn around and have to kind of, like, change all your formations and change all your plays with a lot of uh, new, newer guys, I thought it was pretty tough. You didn't get to kind of pull from plays that you'd ran in the past, but I thought the guys did a great job of it, and that was a, a great football team we played up against, and uh, we, we found a way to get a win. To your point, we had Justin Watson on, 41-yard uh, touchdown pass uh, on our Chiefs Rewind show. But Justin said the play that you guys ran, that touchdown, goes all the way back to April when you had your own OTAs. Just the importance of that when you said, hey, I've got to do OTAs before OTAs, and we saw it work out on the field for a 41-yard touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool because I got to build these relationships with those guys. And uh, going into OTAs, I mean, I, I invited all the, the, the main receivers that you all know that are on the team, and then I invited everybody that was – Kind of like that was going to be practice squad guys and guys that might not make the team. And I, at that time, Justin Watson was a guy I was sending the invite. I got the number from Veach, and I was going to send it just to have him up there. And, I'm, and just getting him there, I saw the talent that he had. Uh, he listened to everything. He didn't make the same mistakes. Um, and uh, obviously, you saw it on the field. I mean, he went up against the all-pro corner, and he was able to flip him around and get a big touchdown. So I think just building those relationships with guys all throughout the team is going to carry on into the rest of the season as well. He told me it was a route that they had of Tampa Bay with Tom. Mm -hmm. Then he brings it to you, and you said, hey, let's just kind of tweak it a little bit. So walk us through that because, again, it goes back to April uh, that gets, uh, helps get the win. Yeah, it was one of those, uh, those post-corner routes that you – I mean, those corner post routes that you see guys run in this league. And um, he was the backside guy. So originally I was looking at – I think it was Marquez and uh, uh, Travis, and they, the safety went over the double of Trav. And – and a lot of times we tell those guys to roll it over three steps and then kind of bend it back across the middle. 
well, I remember during OTAs and a little bit during practice as well, I told him, I was like, hey, you can roll it over three steps, but if you get them in one, just go ahead and take it, take it down the middle of the field and use your speed. And I think you saw that as he had that one step, he gave him that head nod, saw that the corner had committed to the out route, and he, he ran it down the middle of the field and made, and made a big play happen for us. That was huge. When you get that done, you know how this works. You were able to put the <laughs> hammer down, baby, with April. Things uh, heavy. It is heavy, man. I think you get like 55, you can get some workout in. Um, the fact that the Chiefs are so superbly conditioned and prepared, 18-3 and three now in the last 21 September games, that is not a coincidence. We just talked a little bit about it with Coach. But the fact that you and Kels, I think, take the lead. You work harder than anybody else. Everybody else follows you. What have you learned six years in the league, being around Coach, that every day matters, whether it's April, May, June, or September? Yeah, I think I just learned from the guys before me. If that was Alex Smith, uh, Derek Johnson, I mean, all those guys that, that kind of built the culture that I've kind of grown into. Um, and Travis is a big part of that. Is I, I've seen how guys work. I understand the process of we're putting in the hard work today so that the end of the season it will pay off. And I think you saw that is when you come into – our training camp, it's hard. We understand it's hard. Coach Reed understands it's hard. Uh, we're going to take care of your body, but we're going to get the best out of you. Um, and uh, I kind of go, go in with that mindset of let's just get better today and see what happens uh, the next day. And just keep kind of keep doing that. And I think you see that in September we play our best football because we're ready to go. And um, even though our training camp is hard, we can maintain that and keep getting better as the season goes on. It's fun to watch camp because you guys go after it. Like, the defense wants to, like, wipe you out. Chris Jones is trying to beat Tooney to get to you, and it's super competitive. <laughs> as a, But how much does that is iron sharpening iron? Oh, 100%. Um, Chris Jones, I mean, whenever you're going, to get, uh, going against him, you understand how much of a challenge it is. And this whole defense, I think I saw it early. You know, I saw the speed that they had. Those, those tight window throws that I'm so accustomed to making, I was get Willie Gay and Nick Bolden were getting interceptions off of them. So, I mean, it was, it was t those type of plays. And the young DBs have gotten better and better as, this, as the camp went on and into the season. And you saw it um, during training camp, but it's always good to see during the season because that's when the lights come on and you want to see those guys respond. We love you for a lot of reasons. I love you for a lot of reasons. But I've told you this before. One of the coolest things is just this inner 10-year-old. And it's like, hey, guys, ride your bikes down to my house and we'll have a good time. How much of that is seemingly there in the locker room? Because you have that approach, but the guys want to do that and ride their bikes to your house. Yeah, I, uh, I said it the, uh, first, the first week of the season, and I, I, it's like Juju's eyes lit up. It was, I, I was in there, and I, we worked so hard in practice, and it's a grind, and we keep going, and we try to get better and better. And then we got to that first thing, and I was walking out there with the receivers, and uh, I just kind of said, I said, hey, it's time to go out there and have fun now. I mean, we put in the work, and, it was, and, and you can see Juju's eyes light up and be like, oh, let's go. And he had a, had a big game. I mean, it was, it's who we are. I mean, when, when you got guys like me and Travis as kind of the longer tenure players, you know it's going to be a team that likes to have fun. Um, but uh, it's, uh, we put in the work during the week so that on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, whatever it is, we can go out there and enjoy it. And Big Red, just the genius that he is in not just thinking of plays, but the way he calculates getting you guys ready whether it's the spring, summer, or fall. Yeah, I mean, he, he ha he's special. I mean, he's a special coach. He goes out there and, and puts us in the right position to succeed. Um, but at the same time, he makes sure that we're ready to go as, as people, as, as going out there and just enjoying it and living life and, and being a part of this Chiefs kingdom. And uh, I think that's a big thing that not all coaches can do is scheme up the, the plays but also get the best out of every single player every single day. 
The cool thing, too, I've noticed, and you being with him now six years, is how much you listen to each other. You'll go to him and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. He'll come to you. What about that conduit and the fact that you guys listen to each other? Yeah, I mean, when you have a, a veteran coach who's seen it all, I mean, he's seen every single defense that you could possibly think of. <laughs> and um, he, when, he able, when he listens to you, he can kind of make my plays even better. I think the best thing he does is I'll give him ideas and stuff like that, and then he'll go and even in the game, he'll, he'll kind of maneuver them around so that they work on the field. And it makes me feel better. It makes me feel confident. I feel like I'm calling in the plays, but at the end of the day, that's that man that's calling in the plays and getting them right. I remember your first year. You, that was the apprentice year. But there were two guys that invested a lot of time with you, along with Coach, and that was Mike Kafka, who's now at the New York Giants. The other was Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. How big is it that Nags is back here now? I think it's, I think it's really cool, honestly. Uh, I mean, he's someone that, like you said, that first year I spent so much time with and got to see him go to Chicago. And I mean, he, he had success, and he had some times where he didn't play as good as he wanted to, and I think he's learned from that. And I think when he came back to me now, he sees me in a different light because I've learned so much. But I can still pull from stuff that he, that he did and had success with, and he can t- teach me how it's seen from a little bit different perspective. And I think it, uh, we have a great relationship. And that whole QB room that we have, I think we get the best out of each other and always are looking to improve. Let's talk about your QB room, what Henny does for you. Yeah, I mean, Chad, same as Coach Reed, man. He's been in so many different offices, offenses and seen so many different defenses that he's able to give me those little tidbits that I necessarily don't see. And I think that's a big thing, uh, especially for me as I continue to learn, is I'll ask him questions. It's almost like having another coach in the, in the room, and he'll be able to answer it for him or give, it, give his perspective of how he sees it. Um, and it's helped me a lot, especially these last few years where I, the big play hasn't been there the whole time. How am I going to maneuver the ball down the field and, and take the right decision? Um, and having someone like that in the QB room is definitely important. And then you've got the two young guys, because you've got Bouchelle, who's now been around for a while, and then Lodekin, who shows up right before the – you have to introduce him one day after he joins our team at the uh, kickoff luncheon, but the two young guys. Yeah, I mean, Shane – me and Shane have a great relationship. I mean, going back to when he beat me at, at Texas at – versus Texas Tech, which he doesn't let me forget. So, uh, we've, had, we've, had a, we've had a great relationship for a long time. We trained together in the offseason down there in Dallas – um, and so he, he's someone that's improved uh, drastically over the year, and it's cool for me to see and to see his perspective, and he does everything the right way. And then Chris has came in and done, done a great job of, uh, of really just taking it all in. I mean, he came in from Pittsburgh. Um, we we kind of stole him away from there, and now he's kind of learned with us. And you can see the talent that he has as well. And so it's a great QB room, and everybody kind of feeds off each other. We're always joking. We're always talking trash, and I think that's the best uh, locker rooms are is the ones that can talk trash and still build each other up. Before we go to break, during the preseason games after you were done playing or the Packer game where you did the choir huddle, which was really mm-hmm. awesome. That was so cool. Uh, but you stayed engaged with those guys. It's like you wanted to coach them up. Our whole team does that. Um, but what about you helping the younger guys? Yeah, I think it's just the, kind of the same as the guys that helped me. Um, with Alex Smith, I mean, when I was in the preseason, uh, he was out there talking to me just as much as the coaches were. Um, and it helped me learn because I've seen a lot now. Uh, and at that time, he had seen a ton. And it, you, you get those bits of info, and it helps you out there on the field. And I want to keep pa- keep passing it on and moving it forward. I mean, uh, in this league, um, we're all competing. We're all trying to go out there and play, and we all want to be the starter. But at the same time, we all want to make each other better. And I think that's important on any great team, and I think you see that here in, in Kansas City. There's a lot of le- reasons to love our quarterback. That's it for the football. When we come back – We're going to talk about the non-football fun stuff. Patrick Mahomes is our guest tonight on this special edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show at the Hall of Honor, presented on a special promotion by Hy-Vee. Back with more from Patrick after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. 
Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bolt 17, Chiefs 7, midway through the third quarter. Snap to the face mask of Mahomes. Furious rush. Mahomes throws it late. He's got Justin Watson. Catch in the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City burning J.C. Jackson. Justin Watson gets free, and Mahomes finds him for a 41-yard touchdown pass. We're welcome back to the Hall of Honor here at GHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium this special night. Presented by Hy-Vee. We have winners here tonight uh, from the Metro stores throughout uh, the Chiefs Kingdom and also a Hy-Vee near you and our largest network in the National Football League, these Kingdom Bundles. Patrick, I don't know if you have these or not, but you've got to get one of these uh, because these Kingdom Bundles are awesome. Four burgers, four pork chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, just 30 bucks for your tailgate, your home gate, any gate, middle of the week. Uh, make sure you get these uh, Kingdom Bundles from Hy-Vee. With us again tonight, the most successful quarterback in NFL history after 65 games, the pride of White House High School, the Wildcats, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, enough about football. You've got this little girl. She is a doll, right? In Sterling Sky Mahomes. Okay, got to ask you what it's been like being a dad so far. I mean, it's super cool. I think uh, as she's gotten older, it's even gotten better. I mean, the way she's – her personality, uh, she knows what she wants and she gets it. Um, she, <laughs> she's running around. She's a little daredevil, which scares me. As dad, I'm, like, trying to block all the time. And Brittany, Brittany's like, she'll learn. She'll learn. I'm like, no, i got to make sure she's always secure. But, uh, no, it's, uh, it's really cool. And uh, she likes to be outside, likes to play, and likes to get in a lot of messes. So uh, I'm always having to do some cleaning. Let's speak about cleaning. Uh, have you had to do the big dad deal, dirty master blaster diaper yet? Not, none too big. Brittany's pretty, Brittany's pretty good about uh, not putting me in that situation. But uh, I've had to change a couple of diapers. Uh, but thankful for Brittany because she's, she's definitely had some, some bad ones. <laughs> How'd that go? And I know, I know you faced Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack last week, but that had to be more terrifying than that. Oh, 100%. I mean, the dirty diapers to me, I, I, I'm like over there like almost throwing up, but I know I've got to put on a strong front. Uh, and, sh and show that I'm, the, I'm dad. So I make sure to get them done and then throw up on the side. Uh, and we have another one on the way, right? You know it's a boy. The reveal was pretty cool. You jumped in the pool. That was nice. Yeah, I, I was pretty excited. Uh, at the time, we, so we, we did the thing. When I, once I saw it was blue, I was holding Sterling, and I, I just passed her to the closest person I saw, which was one of my buddies. He was just like, what? And I, just, and I jumped in the pool. So, uh, no, it was, it was really cool. I mean, obviously – um, having a boy, I mean, having a girl and a boy now and kind of that's what everybody dreams of and be able to do that. And Sterling was a great, great, it is a great first child. She's awesome. So I know this second boy is going to be crazy. Did she sleep okay, sleep through the night? She, sl she slept through the nights from three months on. So oh. I, I'm ready for long nights with the, with the, <laughs> with the new baby boy. He'll be up all night for you. Uh, you talked about your friends. One th and I've been blessed. Because uh, you'll have me do your 15 in my homes gala, and I've met a bunch of your friends. You have got some of the most awesome friends, but how important are they to you? Meaning, they, these are real friends, um, and it seems like you've got some from White House that you've, and some from Tech. But what about your close inner circle and what they mean to you? 
Yeah, I think you said it. I, I've, I have these friends that I've kind of grown up with, some of them, like you said, and I've have been friends with them, played every sport with them growing up. Then some guys I played with at Texas Tech, and then obviously the guys I played with with the Chiefs. And I think the one of the coolest moments for me, and I think a lot of people said this, Coach Reed included, was at my wedding. You would you saw at my wedding I have these NFL players and I have my buddies from back home, and you would have thought they were all best friends their entire life um, because that's the type of people that I've just been blessed to be around. Um, and so it's really cool, I mean, just to have this many good people in my life, I think it's helped me become who I am. And how much does that help when you go, I just need somebody to talk to now, a safe place. I mean, you're a huge public figure, but you know when you go to those inner circle of guys that it stays there. But how big is that for you to have a place to go, escape, have fun, or just talk? It's really cool because when I go back home, a lot of them are in that Dallas area. And so uh, I get to see a lot of them or, or when I'm back home in Tyler. Um, and we hang out a lot still. I mean, we play some golf. Um, we'll come over, watch games. We'll watch golf. We'll watch basketball, whatever it is on TV. And uh, all of them are kind of in that stage now, too, where they're getting married. A couple of them have had kids. And so the kids can kind of <laughs> hang out. So it's really cool that we're all kind of growing up together. It's neat that you've got that. It was also neat to see Tech show up. Were you surprised when they put you in the Hall of Honor? It was after the preseason game. I was very surprised. I mean, there's only a couple guys that have, that have been in that, um, have been lucky enough to be in the, the Hall of Honor, the Ring of Honor. And um, to be one of those guys, and I'll be, to be at the game, uh, they, play, they play. And so uh, to be at that game against Baylor and get to see my name up there, I'm hope, hopefully I can hold the emotions in and, and, be, and just be proud. <laughs> it seems like, though, you, you plant your flag wherever you are. Like you're so into White House and, that, and it meant something to you. And tech means something to you. You're perfect for the Chiefs' kingdom. And it almost seems like the kingdom is perfect for you. Like a, a marriage here. But what about just planting your flag at every step of your life? But like, I, like I said, I've been blessed to be around a lot of great people. And um, if that was White House uh, when I was in high school and the community that I was in. Uh, how, how people treated me, I just wanted to make sure I gave back everything I had. And that, that kind of gave me this pride for there. And then same with Texas Tech. Um, they, they brought me in to the whole community and treated me amazing. And so I wanted to kind of show my pride in Texas Tech and I always have. And then now in Kansas City, I mean, you know the passion and the loyalty that the, this fan base has. And they give so much to us every single time we're out there at Arrowhead or even on the road. Um, and I just want to make sure that they know I'm giving everything I have for them as well. And uh, I'll be here for a long time and I'm going to build my family, have my family build here. And it's going to be an amazing relationship uh, forever. How awesome is that? Just how. <laughs> so fantastic. But it almost seems like the NFL version of tech is the Chiefs' kingdom. Isn't it kind of like that? It, it, it's similar where you have a lot of pride. Where I mean, just no matter where you're at, uh, like, like me, I've, I've met, I, I swear, like one billion Chiefs fans. No matter where I'm at, the Chiefs kingdom is there. And I'm like, hey, we're everywhere. And I try to tell other, other uh, teams and other players about it because uh, I'm just like, there's Chiefs fans literally everywhere on the, on, on this, in this world. Um, and so Taffy like Texas Tech is very similar as well. And uh, both of them have so much passion and loyalty to, to, their, to their team. And not only the, how they play on the field, but the people that are on that team. Um, and I think that's a, a passion and loyalty that I kind of lived by my whole life. Um, and it's something that I think is just the perfect match. And luckily enough, we've won a lot of football games doing it. Yes, we have. And it's awesome. We got Super Bowl rings because we're going to go get another one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, if you haven't guessed, is our guest tonight. Uh, talked about your friends. I've been so impressed with 15 and the Mahomies. When you, those of us uh, that are here tonight in this group, this special group, or when you get home, are all the, listening at, to the largest network of the National Football League, including a Lubbock, Texas affiliate, 
Just go to the 15 and Mahomes website and see what they do. It is so impressive because it shows your heart for kids. Just what's going on with 15 and Mahomes and how big of an impact it's had, and it's just getting started. Yeah, it's honestly to me, um, it speaks to, like I said, the people I have around me. Um, they've, they've helped me make this charity and this idea that I had blow up uh, extremely fast and just really go out there and be able to give back so much to the communities that have, I've been in and the kids in those communities to make sure our future is going to be brighter than even the one that we're in now. And so it's, um, it's been really cool. We, got the, we had the park that was built in uh, Kansas City. Uh, we, we did a read for 15 where we had kids read for 15 minutes a day um, uh, for, I, I can't remember, it was like three or four months, and they were reading books and, and crushing books, which was awesome. And then now we're, we're uh, volunteering for 15 hours. And so uh, we have kids that are going to volunteer for 15 hours of their time where they could be playing uh, in their communities. And I, I can't remember the exact number of kids that we have, but it's just truly amazing because I'm thinking about me back when I was in junior high or middle school. I, I wasn't even thinking about community service, but um, being able to do that and have these kids go out there and, and make their community a better place, I mean, what's better than that? And a lot of your friends are involved in 15 in Mahomes. I found that out, being involved with your gal. It's like, these are your guys. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, they, they, they want to do whatever they can to make an impact in this community as well. And I think not only the people I grew up with, the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, it speaks to the Walter Payton Man of the Year awards we've won in this organization, um, is that we have a team that not only wants to be great in the football field, but great off of it as well. That's fantastic. Just too, too easy to take it for granted. You mentioned Brittany earlier. Do you get KC Current tickets, or do you have to buy them? I do. I, I get them. They've actually never lost a game that I've been in, so knock on wood. Yesterday yesterday was very scary because they were losing at the very end of the game, and uh, I think it was Haley Mace had a nice goal the last 94th minute to tie the game, and I know it was a draw, but it got us back to third place. And uh, so uh, the KC Current, man, they've been, they've been crushing it this year. Hopefully they make a little run in the uh, playoffs coming up soon. How fun is that to share with Brittany, though, really, honestly? And where could this go? Because it feels like they could blow the lid off the crowds and the interest. Yeah, I mean, they, I think like yesterday they had 9,000 people at the game. That just speaks to the community that we have here. I mean, they, they're building their own stadium. Their facility is top-notch. And it's all, it's all Brittany. I mean, she, she put her money into it. She's, she is part of that ownership group. Um, and I just like being able to go and support her in any way I can. So uh, it's, uh, it's really cool to see how they've kind of evolved from last year to this year. And, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, the way they're, they're investing into those girls and the way they're playing, uh, hopefully they can bring a lot of championships back to Kansas City as well. How much advice do you give, Brittany? Like, hey, you need to do this or that? I've, I've always learned that I disagree. I don't like to give her a lot of advice. <laughs> so whatever she said usually works out. You see how smart he is? Coach told you he was, like, wicked smart in 2017. <laughs> Smart boy. Uh, we're going to get into, before we let you go, just the Colts uh, coming up this week in week three. I mean, this is a team we mentioned. They're going to be in Alamo mode. They're going to have their heels dug in. Your thoughts as you've got to get these guys ready for the Colts? Yeah, first off, I would say just don't look at the record. I mean, you look at the team that you see on film uh, and the players that they have. I mean, they got, they got playmakers everywhere, and there's going to be a team that they've had some bad starts in the last few seasons, but you see they pick up momentum as the season goes on. Um, and so for us, we don't want to be satisfied. I mean, we, we won two big games to start off the season. But having this long break, uh, playing up against a team who's at home opener um, that has a lot of talented players, we want to make sure we go in with the mindset we're going to have to play to the very end if we want to find a way to get a win. And how much do you emanate that message to the guys all week long? 
Oh, I will for sure. I mean, um, if they don't notice it from watching the tape and the players that they have, uh, I'll make sure that we, we practice in a way that we know that we're going to have to play our best football. And in this league, I think you can't take anything for granted. Um, if you want to be great, you have to go in every single day and treat every single game like it's a playoff game, like it's a Super Bowl, um, so that whenever you get in those games, you know how to prepare and be, get yourself ready. And so um, we have a new team with young guys, so I'll make sure we, we kind of keep that momentum going and we keep getting better and better. Um, but it's going to be a great challenge for us to go to Indy and have to find a way to get a win. He's a dad. He's a philanthropist. He is the most successful quarterback after 65 games in the history of the league, and he's ours, and he's a treasure. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being with us tonight. Patrick Mahomes. Appreciate you. All right. One more time. One more time. Patrick Mahomes, it's time to put the hammer down, baby. Thanks for not hitting the table. Only Coke would hit the table. <laughs> The amazing Patrick Mahomes, our guest tonight. And we'll be back to close things out on this special edition of Chiefs Kingdom after this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Chargers go without a huddle again. Right side, try intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. Picked off by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh-round pick, 20, 15, 10, 5. Jalen Watson cooking hamburgers in Augusta, Georgia. Then he went to Wazoo, and now he gets a 100-yard pick six for a touchdown. Kansas City at 10.29 to go in the game. Welcome back, our final minutes of this special Chiefs Kingdom show. What an incredible play. One of the longest plays, obviously, in Kansas City Chiefs history from a seventh-round draft pick literally three years ago cooking hamburgers in Augusta, Georgia, went back to uh, Ventura Junior College, then to Washington State and into the end zone on one of the biggest plays, if not the biggest play in the NFL uh, so far this season. How good is Patrick Mahomes? Seriously. And I know a lot of you out there listening on the largest network in the National Football League got to hear him. He is such a great dude, such a great player, and the fact that he's ours is a blessing that's beyond measure. And for our folks that won tonight, uh, won our contest over the last uh, 45 days or so, you got a chance to see him in a different way, right? You got to see him as he's real and, and a neat person. We need to thank the folks at Hy-Vee tonight. They made this all possible. And I know Drew Holmes, the senior regional vice president, is here. He's somewhere. You need to go up and fist pump him uh, and all of his people. This has been three years in the making. And I'm glad that all of you could win and all of you could enjoy it. And all of you out there listening tonight on this largest network in the National Football League could also feel the vibe of this evening. Just one more thing to mention. Remember, score big savings with hy and the Chiefs. This week against the Colts, big points mean even bigger savings. Just shop Hy-Vee the day after a game, earn a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs' score, and based on the amount you spend, if the Chiefs score 42 points, that feels like halftime to me uh, against the Colts, you could save 42 cents a gallon with any $42 purchase. The more we score, the more you save. Win or lose, win or win, everyone scores the day after a Chiefs game only at Hy-Vee. Also look up the code 92910, some restrictions apply, See store for details. Again, thank you for being a part of historic night tonight, whether you're listening or with us live here at the Hall of Honor at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Next week, we're going back 
to be at a Hy-Vee location will be at Olathe, 151st Street. That's near Olathe South High School, one of our more robust uh, locations as we'll get ready to celebrate a win. Get real, get locked in red and real, and get ready for the Colts. They'll be dug in. They'll be in Alamo mode. It's going to be a big game coming up on Sunday. Let's go 3-0. Thanks for being with us tonight on this special evening. Congratulations to all our winners. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by the Kansas Lottery. Green Baker. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.